Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each week we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and mentors who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals and made their successes. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hey there and welcome to this week's episode of Inspiring Salon Professionals. This week we're going to look at support networks for professionals within the salon industry. It's a really, really interesting part of what we do and especially if you're in business on your own or you have a salon, these support networks can be vital and I think probably as an employee you get supported by your team more and it's very much a nine to five job and you go home. And so the support networks may not be so important, but even if you are an employee at the moment, it's probably a great episode to listen to just to get a bit of a hint of how things are if you decide to take the leap into having your own business at some point. So whether you're just starting out or you're an experienced salon professional, getting the right balance between work and home life is a problem that really affects a lot of us. And Getting that balance is often affected by how much support you get and that can be from a variety of different sources and so today we're just going to have a look at where some of that support can come from and how it actually affects what it is that you do and how that you act within your business. One of the fantastic things about our industry is that we can all be really flexible with how we work and so many of us start out working from home or mobile and this offers especially if you're a young mum or have slightly older kids or even if you're just starting out and you're um, in a position of being young single and free at that point um, it gives you a lot of flexibility to work around the other important areas of your life so and as your client base grows this can be when you start to um have your career take off so to speak but when that happens it can have an impact on home life and I know I can speak from experience of this because I had um, a home salon for many years and in the end it got so busy it just started encroaching on our family life because it was in my garden there was people coming and going all the time we had a lovely pond my husband used to like to sit around after work and um, you know enjoy a beer or whatever and you know and it got to a point that the clients were like hi Trev how's it going and it just you know it started becoming uncomfortable and um, because I just got so busy I was probably working nearly full-time at home and it just was too much but for me that was the the next stage of when I decided to take the leap and become a salon owner and take things in a completely different direction that direction took me into salon ownership and 10 years of amazing experiences but also 10 years of stress missed lunch breaks just so much that I was missing out on because at different points I just it was hard to prioritize it wasn't that I couldn't prioritize because obviously we're all capable of doing that but there's points where you just become so engrossed in what you're doing that everything else kind of takes a back seat and we all need to be very mindful of that because that's when your work-life balance becomes slightly tipped in the wrong way. So we're going to look at who supports you and perhaps how they can support you as you grow your business and as you grow your career. 
So the support that you get throughout your working life is going to be from people like your partner, your children, your parents, your siblings and your friends. You're going to call on them at different times to help you pick up the kids, help fund purchases, which I know my husband has over the years. And my sister used to help me out too when I was really first starting. She used to pay for my products um, so she could get her nails done for free because I just could at the time I couldn't afford to buy all the stuff that she wanted to have done. Um, you know, maybe they're going to be the ones they're cooking dinner for you um, and looking after things so that you can go off on training courses and grow your skills so that you can grow your business. When I started out in this industry, it was actually my 20 year anniversary this year of when I started in this industry. And um, and really, it was a it was a really tough time. I was busy with the kids. I was chair of the PTA. I was quite involved in what I was doing. My husband had his own was well, had his own business and still has his own business. That I'm still involved in, but I was really quite busy. But I knew I wanted to become um, some kind of professional at the time. I didn't really know what it was I wanted to do, and I ended up doing nails first. And as many people know that's kind of where I've um, specialised over the years, as well as well as doing a lot of other things in the industry as well. But nails has probably been my specialism. When I started, my kids were six and four, and I had to juggle my nail life, my kids' stuff, being the chair of the PTA, running my husband's business with him, and just trying to be that perfect homemaker and mum still, but also trying to develop a whole new career. And it's really weird because 20 years on, I kind of find myself in a similar place, but without all the childcare issues and just trying to, but at this point, trying to manage home move issues. So life isn't, life is never ever simple. And so when we have these points, there's usually multiple things going on and you really, really need the support of the people around you. Over the years, my husband has helped support me financially when I first started and he, without him, I wouldn't have had my salon because it was a very nice tax rebate he had that helped to fund all of the refit and his amazing skills as a builder well he's not really a builder but I won't go into what he, he does loads of different things I keep telling him he really needs to go and do salon refits and stuff for a living but he won't do it because he is quite amazing at what he does but um anyway that aside one of the lot of the things that he's done is just be there he's been the person that when I was working away doing competitions when I first started more seriously in my career he was there looking after the kids and so that I could disappear off to Manchester or Dublin or stay in London for the weekend. And it was always like, you know, Saturday morning till really late Monday night. And, you know, he would be there looking after the kids, doing all that stuff. He was financially supportive. He was um, just supportive as me trying to develop my career. And as the years went on and the kids grew, they became... Um, yeah, staunch supporters of everything that I've done too. And my daughter ended up um, going, I used to do like school pamper evenings and stuff. And my daughter used to be there unpacking my kit, repacking my kit, helping taking all the bookings on the night and doing, yeah, just basically being my little right hand person. And when I got the salon, she ended up working with us as a receptionist until she went to uni. And I'm so proud of what she's done because as a result of all the stuff that she's watched and learned and she has been inspired and she now has her own business called Nostos Candles that she started in lockdown and is going from strength to strength. She stocked my salon with candles and she does do wholesale so if you're interested check her at Nostos Candles on Instagram or Nostos Candles on Facebook and I was just talking to her this week and we're gonna um, bring her on as a sponsor I think for the podcast just so she can get a little bit of extra coverage and 
just to give her that little boost because, you know, she supported me through all of the stuff that I've done and now it's my turn to help and support her business. And if I can give her a platform, however small or however big it may be, it gives her a little boost too. And it's all about giving that payback to those people that helped and supported you when you really needed it. And of course, um, over the years, my parents, when they were around, would um, help and support. My mum made all of the bags that we used to carry our towels around when I had my pamper time business with my friend Becky. And she used to make us all these little purpose made bags so we could put all of our big towels in. I mean, it was amazing what she did, but she did all of that to help and grow our business. And her and my dad actually gave us a couple of hundred pounds to go and buy all our towels so we could we could start um, doing what we did. And all of that support is so, so important. Your My friends helped and supported over the years doing different things. You know, when I was doing the salon refit, we had friends come in and help paint, you know, all of the favours we'd done and um, everything for our friends over the years all came back and we, everybody repaid us and the generosity we'd given them over the years, they came back and helped us. So it's really, really important that you tap into those social networks of everybody that you know when you have something major going on. And if it is something huge like a salon refit, you know, ask the people that you know who have skills to help you. If you've helped them previously, now's the time to call those favours back in. But on a more day-to-day basis, you know, my um, best friends over the years have been staunch, staunch supporters and have been there when, you know, times have been difficult, I've been stressed and they don't really get it. <laughs> they don't understand necessarily what I'm going through or what I'm talking about, but they're just there to be like a listening ear and never forgetting, you know, we all know we have those amazing people around us and they're so important when we are going through changes in our work life that just need someone to be there for us. One of the things we do have to be mindful of though, and I know that a, a lot of us, I know I've been um, party to this over the years, is just getting so engrossed in what you're doing. And I think particularly with our profession, because we're, we're generally quite creative people, um, and especially if, if you do anything that decorates people in any way, whether that's nails or um, with regards to uh, like being an MUA or being a hair, um, hairstylist all of those things are creative and I think that they and or even like just when you're doing skin you know you get so immersed in understanding how the skin works and how it can be dealt with and treated to improve it or you know what that different skin condition is and how you can work with it and how you can help that client you know we're all there being creative in one way or another or we're all there helping people. And I think that's something, those two things together become really immersive and you end up in a place where you just get lost in it sometimes. And, um, you know, there's there's another course you can do or there's another like, another nail art technique or another colouring technique or whatever you can do that you just lose yourself in. And I think we sometimes have to remember that sometimes all of that absorption that we have in what we do can come with a really hefty price tag because sometimes you know partners can be left behind and they can feel really really left out of it or ignored um, and it and obviously that can lead to its own difficulties so we have to remember that you know the journey that we're on isn't necessarily our family's um, choice and it is not their pathway so you know you may just have to bear with them when they get annoyed over another Swarovski crystal purchase or maybe you can you know you've got to have the latest pair of GHDs or you've got to have the latest laser or whatever it may be there 
are so many things that we can be distracted with by shiny object syndrome and I am a classic shiny object syndrome person it's SOS for a reason if you look at those um, initial letters it should be just please help me and don't let me keep buying stuff that I don't need but my husband's just kind of watched patiently while I've bought stuff that I've never even used to this day I've got stuff in my nail kit from when I first trained in 2002 that I have still never used and it's just ridiculous I, I did get rid of a lot of it when I got rid of the salon but there is a huge amount of stuff that we all accumulate because we think it's going to be the right thing for our business or for what we're doing and quite often it isn't so just watch those um, shiny object syndrome moments and just understand when your partner or your family are going hey but we wanted to go to Chessington and you've just spent all that money be aware that that's something that is really really a big issue in this industry because a lot of us overspend on things that we really really don't actually need but just desire quite a lot. The next group of people um, that I'm going to talk about are our kind of business buddies, our collaborators, our peers, our colleagues and the people that work in this wonderful industry that really really get us. They understand what it is that we do, they understand why we do it, they understand how we do it, and they understand a lot of that need to help people, to be creative, and to elevate ourselves and grow our careers. They really get all of the things that kind of make us be the people that we are. I always had my nail buddies when I'm, I was doing, especially when I was doing more nails, but it started from um, the Nail Geek Forum that Samuel Sweet and Samantha Sweet started many, many um, years ago. And we all met on there and we were like the, the Kent Nail Geeks and we used to meet up and have lunch and we'd sort of swap stories, ideas, just sharing our experiences really. And it's something we haven't done for ages. I think COVID's obviously stepped in and stopped all that kind of stuff. But over the years, a few of the girls have stopped working in the industry and some of us have changed direction and and it's just, I don't know, it's, it's kind of waned a little bit over the years, which is a real shame because, you know, we were always, we only used to meet up probably a couple of times a year, but it was just somewhere you could go and just be with like-minded people and as I say that was kind of as a result of Nail Geek that used to be well it is still um, there if you google it and it is a mine of information back I don't even know how long I mean it was there when I started in 2002 so it, it predates that but um, but the other place now that um, we can find people obviously is places like Facebook and Instagram and I know over the years I've met huge numbers of people on Facebook and um, my Federation of Now Professionals work wife Donna Clayton um, we only met through social media and we've become really really good friends and do loads of stuff together for the Federation but we also talk to each other away from the Federation too which is is lovely and we both get where we're at we both have different understandings of how we've come to be where we're at and we help each other with different ideas we've both done different training we're both on fairly similar journeys at the moment with our own businesses but we've got she's further down the line for some things I've got different experience of something else and so we constantly collaborate and share information and that's what our kind of business buddies and our professional buddies should be all about you know all these people they understand why you basically self-sabotage and you book yourself out nine hours solid or sometimes even 12 hours solid in a day with no breaks you know other people don't necessarily understand why you do that um and it's something that that's probably another whole episode every time I start doing these is like no that's another episode that could happen but 
we do need to bear in mind with things and just as a little nod to it today is just sort of like our our proper work-life balance and understanding setting boundaries on what we do when we work how we work and who we work with and that's something that's really really important that I'm going to come back to but really no one else understands what it is and what makes us tick so having professional um, friends and collaborators and peers you know support groups whatever it may be that you have that gives you information education and support within the industry is really 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 important even now and I'm sure if you if you follow me on Facebook um, or are part of my network on Facebook you will see me and even now you'll still find me on many Facebook forums and particularly in the now forums where there's a lot of new to industry um, people that are coming in, asking lots of questions. I'm always in there with slightly with my federation hat on, but mainly with my um, experience as a nail professional or a beauty professional or a holistics professional. If I've got an answer, I'll always share it because, you know, we all need to be guided in the right direction. And I know when I first started out, I used Nail Geek constantly asking questions and getting information from people that were far more experienced than I was at that point and it's really really important that we all understand that the networks and the forums that are there are there to help all of us and even as someone who's been in this industry and is very experienced and understands lots and lots of different things about how we work there is always something to learn always and we need to share that information and be supportive to the next people down on the next rung below us and the rung below that and the rung below that you know it's all about paying it back and paying it forward we all need to help and give the right and correct advice and remember that if you aren't quite sure please don't advise because at the moment and especially in the nail sector we've got a massive massive problem with allergies and I am seeing people diagnosing you know we're not qualified to diagnose we can't diagnose we need to be very careful with that Um, but people diagnosing people um, advocating inappropriate use of products and equipment and it's really really dangerous and so if you are going to be supportive make sure you do it in the right way make sure you only advise on things that you know about and that you are 100% certain that you are correct upon and that is what I know I try and do and lots of other people I know that are kind of at the level I'm at that have gone through being an educator and are sort of at the a different end of their careers now that you know we have got decades of experience and we do know what we're talking about you know we all try to make sure that we provide accurate information to those that are still coming through and are at the beginning of their journeys because that is what support is all about and we should all be doing that little bit for our industry have to say it's one of the things that I love about this industry and I've worked in quite a lot of different places before this I've worked um, in the health service I've worked in private sector for insurance and um, for product manufacture lots of different things that I've done and I have never known an industry quite like ours where we provide so much support and that we will put so much into our careers you know I mean I know just like you go to a trade show and especially and I'm sure it probably is the same for other areas but I know I can speak from experience of watching people when especially now over the last few years where glitter has become such a huge part of now um, professional kit then you know I've seen people queuing for like two hours to get a new glitter or to get a new gel color I mean it is madness and we put so much in and uh, and as a result of that sometimes we do just get a little bit over invested and therefore sometimes it all just begins to mean 
too much you know it is just a glitter it is just a color it is you know it's important to our businesses but we have to sometimes give ourselves a bit of a reality check on how important it is to the rest of the world because most of the rest of the world just don't get it one of the other ones i'm going to look at is just so who's paying for all this you know it's a it's a really difficult thing sometimes to be able to fund what you want to do and there are a lot of different ways over the years there's a lot of different funding that's become available especially for um, professional vocational qualifications so you can quite often get funding for that and you just need to look out for funding providers you can probably do that via the vtct website um or i think city and guilds as well because they run like apprenticeships but if you go to those websites they're probably quite a good place to start that kind of funding is government funding and is from the education department and will be um, for adult learners or further education learners there's a lot of funding that you can get to support those qualifications and you just need to go look for that um also if you're below 25 i think it's 18 to 25 the prince's trust provide a lot of support and entrepreneurship education and training that you can access free of charge they can provide i think startup loans as well or they used to but it's always worth checking prince's trust is an amazing source of information for anyone that's under the age of 25 and is worth looking at if you're wanting to start your own business but also remember, if you're opening a bank account with um, any of the business banks, you know, quite often you may be able to get startup finance from them that can help or you need to go to your local enterprise agency. Most councils or um, whether that's your actual local council or your county council have some access into enterprise support and advice and they are invaluable. I've used them several times over the years for my husband's business and for my business. And through COVID, I was chatting with the, the local one in Kent quite a lot. They are a mine of information. They can give you so much help and support. They're available on the telephone. I would imagine now that things are starting to lift with COVID that they you would be able to get one-to-one face-to-face meetings with them again. And they can be really, really helpful. Being a professional means that you do have to invest in yourself and it isn't as simple as just buying an online course for £25. That is not going to make you a professional. Being a professional means that you have nationally recognised qualifications or the equivalent. And a lot of um, our in-industry companies do provide, there's quite a few of them that do provide equivalent education, but make sure that whatever it is that you're doing, it's recognised and that insurers will be able to insure you and that if you wanted to go and get a job in a salon, they're going to employ you. So do your due diligence. We've gone through this already on the earlier episodes, but make sure if you are paying for training that you get it sorted as to the fact that you're getting the right information about what the training is, that you're going to be taught properly and that you're going to receive a certificate at the end of it that is worth it. Because if not any finance or loans or borrowing from friends and family that you do, you know, that whole, you know, buy cheap, buy twice thing, make sure that you are spending your money wisely and getting the right support from the people that are providing that education. Those education providers are there to provide you with support and it's another layer of support that you can get within the industry. You know, I've still got educators that I'm friends with from when I did my holistics training back in 2004-05 and um, I still go to have massage by the lovely Mandy who was my aromatherapy tutor and who I learned so much from and her and my other um, old tutor Karen, you know, they've both been there for me so many times over the years and I can still pick their brains now. They 
they are still wonderfully supportive of everything I've ever done. And that's what a good educator is there to do. They're there to help and support. And that shouldn't stop the moment that certificate lands in your hands. It should be there as a lifelong support to you if you need it and if you want it. You know, all of us that teach, you know, the reason we teach is because we like sharing information. So never be afraid to ask because we do overshare quite often and we go too far and give too much information. But that's what we're there for. And that's why we love doing what we do. So in summary, what I want you to take away from this episode really is just to remember to look for those that can support you, ask for help when you need it, because especially if you're going to have your own business, you are going to need help and support. And that is just a given. Remember to be kind to yourself and to give yourself boundaries so that you know what is acceptable and when to say no Um, because you above all will be your own biggest support remember to listen to your body listen to your mind and when you are having days where or continual days where you just start having a bit of a meltdown you know that's the time you really really need to ask support ask for support from whoever it is that is around you and sit and just take five minutes and work out what the problem is and how it is what it is that's causing you difficulty with coping what it is that you have got questions that you can't get answers to and then try and find the right person to help you that could be family it could be friends it could be your kids it could be your parents It could be the salon owner down the road that's been there for years and knows how the passing trade is. It could be somebody on a Facebook forum. It could be your local business enterprise advisor. It could be the local council. It could be so many different people, the local bank manager, whoever. But make sure that you ask for the right person. And if you don't know who the right person is, ask on one of the Facebook forums because there will always be somebody that can give you that help and advice. As the podcast grows, hopefully there's going to be lots and lots of advice on here. I'm just in the process of trying to get some interviews organised to begin looking more in depth and with more inspiration from others on how you can do different things to help your businesses and to help your careers. So there's going to be a whole big stack of information that comes um, along as the podcast grows. So the whole point is that this becomes a resource for people to be able to develop their careers and their businesses as they grow as people. So anyway, that's me done for another week. And um, today I'm really excited to be going out out today for the first time in a really, really long time because it was my son's birthday um, in the week. And we're going out to go and see a big band orchestra which is going to be amazing they were like sort of big jazz and funk orchestra so it's going to be a really really good afternoon so I'm going to get this edited quickly and um, you have to excuse I think my dog's been mooching around a little bit while I've been recording today so if there's any peculiar background noises it's probably Lemmy Lemmy needs his own page really because he's quite a cute little dog um, but hopefully there hasn't been too much background information going on and I will see you next week bye for now Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with other industry professionals you think may enjoy the show too. For links and further information, you'll find those in the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. You can also hear more from me and join the Inspiring Salon Professionals community on the Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.